You're listening to The Power Of. Join me as I dive deep into one topic each episode and explore the power behind it to help us live our best lives. Tune in for interviews with guests who are thought leaders in their field as they shed light into their unique superpowers. Or when I fly solo, I'll share some of mine. So get comfy, get ready, and let's do this. Hey y'all, welcome back. I am sitting here super cozy on a Sunday afternoon drinking some coffee, which I probably shouldn't because I'm already kind of buzzed up from the gym this morning. (laughs) Um, But sitting here really, really excited to introduce today's episode to you. Um, I got to sit and chat with Morgan of Bun Undone. She's better known as that on Instagram. And let me just say that we had such an amazing chat. She is just a total gem of a human being. If you don't follow her after you listen to this episode, I can almost guarantee that you're going to be hooked (laughs) on following her journey just because she's completely relatable. She is just like me just like you and um, just sharing her journey in a really authentic and down-to-earth way and um, yeah it's it's pretty cool to watch so today's episode we talk a lot about like um, almost an inner reflection like an looking inward and being able to determine what's the best way for us to be our best version not only for ourselves, so that we can inspire people around us so we talk a lot about uh, boundaries we talk a lot about energy like your own personal energy and if it's negative or positive and also the people around us that we're surrounding ourselves with we dive a lot into um, personal reflection and being able to kind of look at how we're determining how things shape our present and shape our future. Uh, Morgan has a really amazing ebook that's coming out. I'm going to link everything that I'm talking about in today's show notes so that way if you miss a beat, you'll be able to go and um, track everything down. And all of the different Instagram people that Morgan references in today's episode, those will also be in our show notes. I know that she talks a lot about different accounts that have helped her on a personal level Um, and so I want to make sure that everybody gets all those goodies at their disposal. So yeah in today's episode it's um, super just conversational and down to earth. You'll be able to I think relate pretty deeply with some of the things that Morgan's talking about. Um, One of the her most recent breakups that she went through and how that the last year of her life has really kind of shaped her to be comfortable with herself and learn how to become a really solid grounded version so that she can deeply put out into the universe all of the wonderful things that she is sharing and developing. So yeah, the self-care society, that ebook should be coming out, I believe Morgan said somewhere around maybe March or April. Um, So I will be making sure to keep everybody up to date with that as soon as we know for sure and I'm going to get my hands on it so I don't know about the rest of you but I think we could all use a little bit more self-care so yeah we'll be putting um, all of that stuff in the show notes I just am really excited for you guys to give this one a listen 
And then afterwards, go and show us some love over on the Instagram page at the power of pod underscore and also make sure to go and follow along with morgan um bonus she is a jersey girl so we love her even more for that and i didn't even know that until we got to talking in the last two weeks or so so that's pretty cool we love our jersey peeps um so yeah hopefully you guys enjoy let me know and um i will talk to you guys soon All right. Hey, Morgan. Hi, how are you? Good. So we're good. We're recording right now. Um, So thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. For everyone that's listening, I have Morgan on with me today, and she's better known on Instagram and on her blog as Bun Undone. And um, so before we get into all the juicy things that I have planned for today, Morgan, if you can just kind of give people an overview of just who you are, some of the work that you're doing, and kind of where this path has taken you so far. Awesome. So I am so happy to be here. Sorry, that was an alert on my computer. I'm going to figure out how to turn this off. <laughs> All good. Okay. So I am so happy to be here. Um, I am fun on done on Instagram as well as on a blog, and I actually started my account a few years ago as a Tone It Up accountability account. Since then, the brand has really evolved from not just like fitness updates, but way more uh, overall daily positive inspiration and mainly self-care. A lot of wellness bloggers are typically in the realm of food or fitness. And while I, of course, encompass those things, I really wanted to kind of pave my own way and go more of the self-care route um, and kind of in a lifestyle essence. So... Mm -hmm. With that, I am expanding my brand by creating a book called Self-Care Society. It's actually more of a workbook and guide or and journal than I would say a traditional ebook. So that's essentially going to be a five-week guide where you are held accountable to just track doing little things each day that make you feel good. Um, there's no set amount that you're supposed to spend or time you're supposed to do it. It's honestly just a way to prove that by giving back to yourself, you are better able to give back to others, give back to your job, and it just takes a few minutes each day. It can take zero dollars, and there's always a form of self-care that works best for everyone. So I'm walking through different themes like um, mindfulness, and then environment, like setting up your space, and then connections, so engaging with community after you know you do the me time and mindfulness week. And then, um, like, the traditional self-care beauty. And, and even more, I can expand on more of that later. But mm-hmm. a lot of times people assume self-care is these bougie baths and face masks and all of that, which, of course, I love. But it is so much more than that. And right. after the year I've had, I've really learned how to prioritize myself and have learned how it's not selfish and how it's made me excel in so many areas of my life. And I want to gift that ability to others because I think sometimes people really don't know how um, – much better they would feel if they gave themselves a little bit of time each day. And it's a gift. And mm-hmm. I hope it has as much of a positive impact on me as on others as it has on me. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And um, I'm like, not you guys can't see, but we're like video taping this. And so I'm like nodding at Morgan the whole time that she's sure. explaining this because, um, you know, backing up, I, I think a lot of times people think self-care looks like it, or like it has to look a certain way, right? And that it has to be something that's kind of costs a lot of money. And so 
I've noticed, at least in my experience with talking to people about self-care, that can sometimes be a big roadblock for people is, mm-hmm. you know, that not everyone has the means to be getting weekly massages or to be um, spending a lot of money. And, and so a guide that you have that's going to be able to show people how to do this, whatever your budget is, is, is pretty awesome. And that was the whole reason I started Bon Undone too, is because I felt like there was white space in the kind of wellness sphere online where a lot of things didn't seem attainable or realistic or relatable. And that's something I've always kind of held as the standards of my brand as Bun on Done. So I want to keep that going through everything that I build and mm-hmm. continue to convey that voice. So really excited. It's called Self-Care Society. I still don't know when it's going to launch. It's kind of one of those passion projects that if I'm stressed, I don't want to work on it. Like it is my child that I just want to do when I'm feeling great. And when I do that, it just flows out of me and I do huge chunks at a time. Um, it'll definitely be by the spring at some point and I'll do events and all of that for it. But I'm just so excited for people to kind of join together, especially because one of the weeks is all about community. So it'll just be really, really cool to see a different type of guide. And there's not even, I was going to have a week about meals. I'm completely eliminating that. Like I'm making this completely different than anything else that's out there. I'm not certified in nutrition or have a NASM or anything like that. And that's kind of been my point of difference that I've leaned into rather than felt imposter syndrome from, which obviously Mm -hmm. I have felt and I've tried to push through and now I feel really good about. Um, I feel comfortable and more confident sharing my stories and my experience and sharing that through the every girl lens than pushing advice on people when I'm not qualified to do so. So I'm really taking those things that I feel comfortable sharing and honoring those and trying to share those with everyone else. Yeah. And yeah. that that's very appreciated because I think that in the wellness space now, there is a lot of um, focus solely on self-care or health or wellness being just the food you eat or just the ways that you move your body. And while that's, you know, a piece of the pie chart, if that's all that we're doing to take care of ourselves, we're missing out on so much opportunity to get so much deeper. Exactly. And there is a movement week that's going to be like movement and recovery and it will have tracking your water and that sort of thing. But it's not, did you lift weights today or do hit today? It's more, how did you feel when you moved, even if you just went for a walk? So it's really just everything is about how you feel doing these things and each week will loop into one another. So the first week, if you start doing meditation or journaling in the morning, I want that to continue. And it's just forming these habits. Yep. Yeah. And it's more like the mindset versus the action of like you said, like if it's movement, like what drove you to that and how did you feel versus whatever the actual action was? Exactly. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I know that you wrote a pretty lengthy blog post mm-hmm. kind of on like all of the different changes and the way that your brand is changing and just a lot of the personal um, growth that you've experienced in last year. Um, it's, it's gold. <laughs> the post I was able to, you know, to have a sneak peek of that. And I thought it was really, really on point with, um, I mean, the name of this podcast is called the power of, and so every time I'm interviewing it, someone, it's really to understand like what the power of some different concept is. And for this, it really is not only self-care, but stepping into your power, Mm-hmm. When I read that, I kind of just really felt like, okay, Morgan is like shedding the layers that haven't served her or using what she's learned 
through her experience and kind of lending that to grow into the person that she's becoming. So talk to me a little bit about what last year looked like at this time and what it looks like now. So last year at this time, I, it's actually funny, exactly Thanksgiving was when my mom was here. My mom comes every year for Thanksgiving. She'll be here tomorrow. Um, and she kind of like witnessed my now ex-boyfriend and I get in a huge argument. And I had been talking to her about these issues I was having just personally. And she saw my struggle. Mm-hmm. And it was really this week last year that I realized I don't think that this is the relationship that I'm meant to be in forever. It served its purpose. I've learned a lot. It brought me to Chicago. It brought me Harlow, which was like unconditional love in a form I've never had before. Um, but that was kind of the eye-opening moment that I was like, how am I going to get out of this? And I just felt really stuck and really stressed. And it was almost like I was heartbroken before the breakup because I was so confused on what to do and how to do it and if it would be even the right decision. So, I mean, now this year I can say because I made that decision and I made it so mindfully and then I implemented new practices into my life and just gained so much self-awareness and independence living on my own. Um, It's just I feel completely different. I've never been more excited for my mom to be here. I feel so free and like, I feel more self-love than I've ever felt before. And I mean, that didn't come without struggle and loneliness and feeling insecure, like, you know, financially or anything like that. But it's all been worth it. That's so cool to hear. Yeah. yeah. Good. And kudos for you for doing the hard things. Because I think it's, I mean, for all of us and, you know, anyone that's kind of walking this earth right now, it's it's difficult to make the hard decision, even if it's the right decision. Right. You know? And so when you talk about, you know, stepping into your power and, and really kind of listening and tuning into your intuition, what are, do you have any tips that you can give to anyone who's listening on what, what does that look like in real life? So I would say it's, I mean, I didn't really do any practices to weigh out my decision. It was more, um, I actually had a friend who said to me, can you picture yourself, picture yourself without him and picture yourself with him and where do you see yourself happier? And it was almost just that visualization practice that gave me such clarity because I saw myself succeeding on my own. Like I knew I could do it. I knew I could eventually get here. And now that I'm here, the journey's just been wild. But I would honestly say it's, you know, people can only help you so much. I think that trusting, trusting my gut has always, it's why I quit my full-time job. It's why I've done everything. I'm guided by my gut fully. And I have a friend who does human design and that's actually how my body, like how I operate. Um, if you want to get into a whole nother sphere of thinking, but it makes sense to me now because I've, ju- I, you know, made so many big decisions off of my gut. I moved to Chicago from my gut too. And I think that I, that one person was, gave me that insight without me venting too much. Like, I think that I was almost getting more confused talking about it so much and more upset talking about it so much. And I think I just made one comment to her and she had said that. And I was like, wow, that honestly, just picturing yourself and that's manifestation in its own form too. 
So I, and I think that was probably like the first time I really manifested. So I would say that whether it's for you writing things down or visualizing yourself in a certain place, just picture how you, picture yourself there and evaluate how you feel when you picture yourself there. Right. And I, um, I had manifesting down on my notes to, to bring up with you because it's, it's such a, like, I love thinking about it and, and kind of talking about it. And I know that for a lot of people, it can, it can seem, um, you know, if you don't know anything about it, it might seem like wishful thinking or kind of like out there. Um, but we're, we really are when we speak about things whether we speak about things in a really positive way or we speak about things in a really negative way, everything holds energy. Right, exactly. And I'm just the, I'm the biggest proponent of your energy, like the energy you bring in is the energy you put out and vice versa. And that's why I always surround myself with positive people and I've set boundaries to cut out any negativity. And I think that, I mean, of course, we've all experienced toxic relationships in our lives where someone is negative and bad things keep happening. And it's like if you shift, and same with ourselves, you know, we all fall into periods of time where we're not as happy. It's natural. It's very normal. But I think that when you allow yourself to see things going in a better direction and just keep the hope and keep the faith, that pow- the power of positivity always comes back around. And it's amazing. And I think that that's really, in my opinion, the general definition of manifestation is believing that things are going to happen and keeping that positive faith going throughout the whole process. And just acknowledging those baby steps, celebrating those little wins along the way, I think is really important too. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. And it doesn't have to be, you know, you we like don't have to make these huge drastic changes in order to, to celebrate a win. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be as much as like just saying, noticing the way that we talk to ourselves and channeling maybe a different, relationship with yourself and just the things that you say to yourself and about yourself exactly you know and and um because yeah energy feeds energy it's 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 why they have that saying like what is it misery loves company or something yeah we're, and that that's a thing too I um when I was first going through my breakup and I hadn't really shared it yet but it was kind of obvious through my content I was sharing quotes about like being free and being independent and finding these kind of tools and resources. I'm obsessed with quotes um, that really formulated my feelings into words and doing that. And even through the way I was sharing my words and shifting that into positivity, that forced me to be positive in a way. Like I, I've always used fun on as an outlet for this and even more so now where if I'm going through something, I kind of take what I've gone through or what I've learned and give myself advice that I need to hear. So it's always spun into a positive and putting that positivity out there has brought it back 10 times over. So it's not, it's almost like just believing that like, it just forces you to know that there's, you know, a better route out there and it just shifts your headspace completely. And it really is so powerful to do that. And I always know if I need something that someone else needs it too. So it's always my goal to be realistic and share my realness and my hum- my humanness that things aren't always great, but not dwell on it, not dwell on the negative, not bring other people down or bring myself down through that negative energy, but instead just be like, this happened. So today, this is the mindset I'm going in with today because I'm going to make sure it's a better day. 
Yep. I love it. And you said something in your blog post, and I don't want to give too much away because it should be I know. Out time this okay. Comes out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but you, I, you made a statement like instead of instead of asking yourself why is this happening to me, asking yourself what is this teaching me? Exactly. And that I think is so important because we get as human beings, right? Our brains are wired to want to analyze and figure things out. I'm like super guilty as charged <laughs> with that. Um, we want to know and we want answers and we make it about us. Like we kind of fall into that victim mode of like, why did this happen to me? And why me? And instead of kind of looking at there's a reason and kind of, and what can I take from this to move myself forward? Exactly. And I definitely struggle with anxiety. I've worried and overthought my entire life. It's the way I am. So I'm guilty of in the past, especially to like my poor mother um, being like, <laughs> this went wrong and now this went wrong and it's like I complain and that opens the door of negativity and then I keep you know gaining negativity and I'm like why is this all happening and it's like you have no one to blame but you're just like putting that negativity out there but if you actually just take it like take a deep breath take some time to reflect on it and then you know whether it's that day or the next day or the next month the next year whatever you can always look back on that and be like one that was honestly not a big deal like I made a big deal out of nothing but two, that 100% taught you something or like slowed you down that day to like mm -hmm. get you to refocus, whatever it might be. And I, especially this year, like whether it was through, you know, dating someone that turned out to be a jerk or just living on my own and struggling with that, like it taught me something every single time. So I can see that now. So now I can kind of share that the value of that now even more because I get it. Right, right. And I'm not sure who it was Somebody had said this one time um, through a podcast, like the importance of not not really sharing everything until you've kind of made peace with it or work through it. Yeah. And I think you just spoke on that. It's like a perfect example of, you know, you very easily could have during the time when you were going through the breakup, you could have massively been talking about it all the time. But instead, you you worked through it and you sorted through it. And and now when you have a clear perspective, you're able to really to really um, discuss it more and then help anyone who is going through that. Yeah. And I it's funny because I really do think I'm an open book. If someone asks me a question, even if it's on DM and I've never met them, I'll share it with them. Like I had people blatantly ask me about that situation then and I was willing to I was kind of just like we broke up I'm not like open to sharing more right now but I was mm -hmm. willing to share that truth um but I've realized recently like I do keep more things personal than I realized um kind of until I'm ready to share but it's something that I've really learned to love about myself because I've always just like I'm like a very honest and open person and my, any of my friends will tell you that like they always know what's going on with me but I think that that's helped me continue to set boundaries really well. So I'm that's something that I've definitely learned to do and I'm proud of. It. And I think part of it, actually, I have to thank my ex-boyfriend for a little bit because he never like wanted to really keep our relationship in the spotlight anyways, which now I'm kind of like, thank God, right. <laughs> like, right. like, you know, like people weren't attached to whatever. Um, <laughs> but I kept like, you know, like my, rom my romantic relationships private. So it's easier to continue doing that um versus sharing them completely that's not to say that like prince charming you know 
I will share him. Right. But, <laughs> um, and I, because I'll be like, you know, so happy to share how everything's come full circle, but it's taught me a lot about setting boundaries and using that time for myself. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, um, I think there's value in that. You know, I, I don't like I like I said, I don't think that there's or you said rather, I don't think it's wrong to to speak your truth at all. But I think sometimes if we haven't fully healed from whatever it is, we're so vulnerable. So you, you know, you kind of being able to put that boundary up and now maybe talk a little bit more about like what helped you heal through that. I think that definitely lends a lot of value to your followers and to your listeners. Thank you. I'm yeah, so you're welcome. Yep. Another point you brought up that I just love is trusting yourself. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's, I know personally, it can be really difficult, especially in this day and age of social media, when everyone is kind of throwing things at you. And it can, it can sometimes feel confusing as like, to really look in and find out what it is that your gut is telling you or how to trust yourself when there's information overload. So what do you think has been the most helpful to kind of ground you in that and being able to trust yourself? Um, I think that it's honestly knowing when to take things with a grain of salt and when like there's, you know, I think it's just not everything has to be about you. You can appreciate something else and also honor your own opinions or your own expertise. So I think that that's a huge part of it. Um, I think that trusting your gut for me too has just always been like believing that what I'm sharing is worth it and it's different even if it's technically less qualified. Like it's it's sharing something else for somebody else. And Instagram has changed so much that it's so easy to get caught up and think that we're not good enough all the time. And I definitely go in periods with that. I can honestly say like my top performing poster from two years ago, it makes no sense. Like why am I, <laughs> you know, triple or something in followers, but less people are seeing it. it. It truly like is a game that I don't think anyone can master, but anytime I have a conversation with anybody and just even if it's one person that tells me that something resonated that is more valuable to me than anything else. And that is why I do what I do. So it's continuing to keep a consistent message and just believe that your word has power. And if you are, you know, consistent on what you're sharing, it doesn't have to be overload. Like, and that's kind of why I've stepped back a little bit and I'm not posting all the time because I want to share things that are valuable. Even if it is a sponsored post, it's something that like I want to share or I think will be enjoyed by other people. And I usually when I think of captions, they just either it's sparked by a quote or it just literally comes to me. And I'm like, that's what I want to share today. Like that makes sense. Or it's based on something that happened to me that day usually is very much based on like real moments. But I, my content isn't me, you know, sharing little like witty captions or anything. It's like, no, I want this to be heartfelt. That's just like how I am. I love, you know, accounts like that as well. But my, I want to add meaning to every single thing that I post. So I'm not going to force myself to post more just to like post a picture. I want it to be something that adds value. So it's, it's just real like, and I think that when you put out those posts too, like I I feel good about them no matter if they're going to perform or not. So it's standing behind your brand and believing what you're putting out there is a message worth sharing. I think it's just 
something that you have to remind yourself of. And even if it's, you know, you post, you put your phone away for the night and you like check on it tomorrow. I think it's really helped me to disconnect a little bit more at night and not track the likes coming in. I haven't lost my likes yet. By the time this comes out, I probably will. And I don't think I'll miss them. And I think that that really mm-hmm. mental health purposes is going to help so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it just, the word that popped in my head when you were talking about that was integrity and having integrity for whatever it is that you want your brand to be about. Right. And for exactly. you, yeah, it's, you want that heartfelt connection, um, no matter how many people are, are liking it. Exactly. And I think that I, I haven't gotten this question as much any in like the recent past, but when a lot of people I know were either expanding their fitness accounts into blogs or just starting something new, the advice I always gave them was just to own who you are and be yourself and put out like what you like and what you believe in because it's going to resonate with somebody else. And I think that that is still like what my number one piece of advice would be. Yep. Yeah. Because even if, you know, even if we are keeping up with the Joneses and, you know, putting up content that we see other influencers doing, there ends up, it really can cause a lot of competition internally, Mm -hmm. which can drive that feeling of um, comparison and then, you know, feeling not good enough. Exactly. And I think that it's already such a saturated space. The one thing that you can be is be yourself and that's unique enough. So Mm -hmm. just own that. Yep. I love it. I love it. So talk to me a little bit about your journey with health and fitness. I know, you know, back in, and remind me what year it was that you were one of the winners for the Tone It Up Challenge. It was 2017 Bikini Series, which is, feels like lifetimes ago. I know that does feel like a long time ago. And that's crazy that it was only two, like two years. Um, But what, what did your journey start like at that point? And does it look similar? Has it evolved at all? And how does all of this self-care and and more self-awareness and love lend itself to your approach to health and fitness? So for me, fitness has always been something that I've done guiltlessly. Like I've always, in college, I was super into going to the gym and end of high school is when I started working out. And that was something that I took that time for myself and I never questioned it. I was not an athlete growing up, so I didn't really understand, like, the concept of strength. I was really insecure with my athletic abilities, honestly. Like, I felt, like, shamed by them in, like, high school gym class and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So once I started getting really into it, I started to gain, you know, this pride and this confidence, and no one was going to take that from me. And I started Tone It Up when I had kind of reached a point, like, obviously, I enjoyed working out, but I had moved to Chicago where I didn't really know anyone, changed jobs a few times. And I just kind of fell out of routine where I just didn't feel like myself anymore. And I was like, no, this is this 2017 is going to be the year that I put time back into myself and make myself feel good. No matter what that looks like, I just want to hold myself accountable. So I started the Instagram right before the new year and I honestly wasn't even that active on it, but I knew people that were doing the program that I found on the Tone It Up Instagram. And I was so inspired by them and how they started that I knew I could do it and I had people to look up to. And I think that's something for me that continues to be so important are expanders, like people that I can look up to, connect with in real life. And they inspire me and are almost like a vision board for me in real life. Um, 
So Tone It Up was just a great way for me to continue to like build upon myself, to track my progress, to connect with like-minded people. I'm still so much such good friends, whether online or in person with people from the community. That's how I started making friends and building a home in Chicago. And obviously it's now expanded from beyond the Tone It Up community to just the wellness and fitness community here, which is so welcoming and inviting and strong and kind and all amazing things. There's literally no clickiness at all. Um, that's so, so cool to hear. Yeah, no, it's honestly, it's cause it's tight knit enough, I guess that it's, you know, like, and it's people that have fitness Instagrams or blogs and some people that don't, that are just friends with other people that you all kind of meet through events. Yeah. Um, so I would say the tone it up challenge, honestly, I, I didn't want anything since like second grade. I won some like Halloween <laughs> contest or something. Um, so when I won that, I legitimately cried, screamed couldn't believe it, still can't believe it. And it changed everything for me because it gave me this power back that I, I think I kind of lost. I think that I lost a piece of me a little bit when I first moved because I was just struggling with my identity. And it really, doing the program, before, like when aside, really reinvigorated my passion and love for health and wellness that I knew I always had. My parents are both in the health field, so it's just kind of something that's ingrained in me. And since then, I've just really found I've had the confidence to take on different types of classes and different types of workouts and meet new people. So I've hosted my own events or attended events, and that's how I've met so many people. And I now would say, like, my favorite workouts are strength training with my trainer that, like, my progress is insane just by sticking to that for mm-hmm. myself and committing to that each week, twice a week. Um, and then I love bar class and I love soul cycle and I, you know, try kickback or boxing and Pilates now too. Like I kind of do everything. And the reason I love these group fitness classes is because of the energy the community, the community brings, especially as an extrovert who lives alone. It gives me so much life every day to have that time where I'm in my own zone while soaking up the energy of the people around me. Um, I wrote about this in the blog, but as far as the self care component goes to it, I always, I do consider movement completely self care. And having that time for yourself, my morning routine and my mornings are a huge part of self-care for me, too. Um, really all day, though. Like, sometimes at 3 p.m., I'll, like, pull a tarot card. And I'm like, self-care. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so many different things to me, which will obviously be outlined in self-care society. But when I was lost a year ago, and, I mean, even before that, but, like, I always make sure to have that time for myself even when I wasn't living alone. And... A year ago when I was really struggling, fitness has always been an escape for me, but especially then it felt like that was my ultimate self-care, my ultimate me time to be in a space where I could just breathe and release and come back to myself. And I think that now living on my own, it's like I don't have anyone judging me if I don't get home till like 7 p.m. like to cook Mm -hmm. dinner, whatever house chore I should probably be doing. It's like, no, I'm, I'm holding myself accountable to always give myself that time every day, no matter what it looks like. And self-care can be not working out. Like, it can literally be anything. But it's something that I always – I found this independence within myself, and it's like now I want to continue to maintain my independence and maintain my me time and that self-care time at every phase of my life because I know how much it's built me up and it's just helped me heal. And – it's critical now for me to continue to grow and expand. So I'm excited to share more of that. And I think that I, you know, 
tone it up and how I started this journey really built that foundation and helped me create that habit. And now it's like the habits evolved to me doing all these different things for myself, but it's me doing these things for myself so that I can do more for others too. Yep. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's, I mean, it's a huge part of my self-care as well. I identify a lot with that. I mean, I teach group fitness. So for me, it's like energy is everything when it comes to exercise. I don't really tend to do very well on my own. Um, you know, I kind of feed off of whether it's the energy of my members or if I'm taking a class, you know, the energy of everybody else. Um, and it's, I think it's ultimate self-care for sure. I think, you know, as long as it's being done in a healthy way, which it sounds like for you, of, of course it is. Um, mm-hmm. It can it can be the foundation and kind of ground you when things are shaky or when things are great. You know, no matter what, kind of exactly. be like your your home base. It's funny because when I'm when I'm upset, I wouldn't say that necessarily my workouts are better than when I'm happy. Like it's like my mood doesn't completely change my performance, but it always makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have some friends that have like you know they're angry and they like run like crazy. I'm like I don't know if that's who I am, but <laughs> if, if I if I make it make it there, if I you know if I don't push myself but just give myself that time, I'm good. Yeah, yes, yeah. so you'll make something happen. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So you mentioned briefly human design, um, and so what are you on human design? I'm a generator. Okay, so am I. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I, I love- I, and it makes so much sense for I feel like me, especially because I um, it's all about responding to ideas. And if you respond to the right ideas, then it lights you up. And I can say like 100 percent like I've been manifesting for an I for a brand growth idea like my I have posted about this before my ultimate fun and done brand idea is to create self-care products. But I was like, what can I do to get there? I was like, I need to think of an idea. And I was thinking about a meal prep book for so long. I posted about this, but I was just like, it doesn't feel right for me. Like it's, if something's not right for me, I don't start it. Like it just doesn't happen and it doesn't flow. It's the same thing with any posts I try to write. My ideas that are right for me just flow freely. Um, And one night I was like, why don't I make a self-care guide? No one's done that. At least not that I follow. Um, And that lit me up so much that that night I was writing down all my ideas and when I work on it I'm just like writing 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 and it's that feeling of having butterflies all throughout you like I feel like I'm like illuminated from the inside out and that's like in my opinion a true generator response and feeling where the help like the meal prep guide I was like yeah I know like I have tips that could be helpful for people but I am not saying that I should have imposter syndrome but like if I feel a ting of that even if it's not even if I shouldn't have a ting of that, but I do, then I'm not going to force myself to do that. So it's all about checking in with yourself. And I think that, I don't know, I, my friend Katie, she's a human design lady on Instagram. She breaks down the types really well. Yeah, I'll have to follow her. She does some astrology work too. Um, But she and I still have to do a full session. But the first day we met was this summer. And I pulled up my chart. I was like, what does any of this mean? Like I literally, and I couldn't interpret it now if I looked at it either. I'm still really learning about human design. I definitely know more about astrology just from her and from another friend of mine. Um, But I 
she told me all these things about myself and I was like, I've never heard a more accurate description of me in my entire life. Like we, she knew everything about me within two minutes of meeting me and we became instant best friends after that. So it really is really cool. And it just kind of helps you. It's very validating to learn these things. And that's why I love them so much. I don't, you know, take certain things as Bible, like, Oh, I can't do, I can't, do this work with this person because of their them being this sign or anything like that. Like, you know, I, I'm a realist as well, but it's so fun to have something to believe in. And I think that it's given me such validation and clarity, clarity on why I am the way I am. Mm-hmm. I know I start, I found out about human design through, I think it was Jenna Zoe or Jenna Zoe. Oh, Z-O-E. Yeah. And she's huge in this as well. Um, and I'm going to link all of this um, for the listeners in the show notes, like all of, you know, Morgan's um, Instagram handle, her her um, blog, and then also Human Design Lady, you said it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get her on there too, and then Jenna. Um, but I remember hearing some stuff that Jenna was talking about with human design with generators and how if it if something doesn't feel good or sound good, then you shouldn't do it. Like right. kind of like it's really driven on um, not so much like what quote unquote the rules say or what, you know, you're quote unquote supposed to do, but more so like if you feel um, really pulled to start that project, if you feel really pulled to eat that food, you know, it can be very, very simple stuff to really big stuff. Like that's kind of how generators should be living their lives in order to ignite everybody around them. Totally. And it's so funny because even she even told me I – there's ways you can look at how someone's supposed to eat their food and mine is that it has to look pretty. It's like, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> like these little things. I'm like, that makes so much sense. That is I know. Way. I know. It's really cool when you actually like break it down. There's so like, there's so many nuances with it. Um, but it's, I mean, I love the whole concept of it and it almost felt like for me, it was this permission. Like this is who you are. So like, you're cool. Like you can be okay. this way. Yeah. Right. Does that make sense? Completely. Yeah, for sure. And there's some types that are like, you're not supposed to like listen to what other people tell you to do. And it's like, well, that makes sense for why I've always wanted to rebel. Like now I'm going to tap into that side of me and I'm going to do what I want and it's going to work out. Like that's so powerful. It is. Yeah, it's really powerful. And um, yeah, I'll make sure to link a lot of that in the show notes as well for everybody. So before we're done, I really want to dive a little bit more into self-care society just so you can give us a glimpse into um, what to expect in terms of um, a rollout date. You know, I'm, I am going to put, I think you have the Instagram handle for that too, right? Yeah, it's self-care society underscore. Okay. Very inactive sure. accounts without the underscore, but they've ignored my request. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just rolling with the underscore like I am for <laughs> one-on-one. Um, yep. But so the Instagram is really going to be a place to – so I don't share, I obviously share a ton of quotes and I put quotes in my captions through Fun Undone, but I don't have a place to just share those types of graphics. Um, so I'm using the Instagram for now as kind of a teaser for the book, but also to share those tidbits and those quotes and those like inspiring images all kind of within that pink and purple scheme, which I've fallen in love with completely. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also going to be a way for me to, people will obviously be tagging self-care society and using the hashtag which is going to be Bun on Done FCS um, once it's live. So it's going to be kind of a, a home for that. Um, okay. 
place for people to guide because when you come to my account, even when it's live, it might not be obvious that that's my account. And I want, so I want there to be a dedicated place for everything. Um, so my original plan was January 2020, but I've just been super busy lately. I've had some like exciting personal life updates that I will share soon. Um, but <laughs> I've been like really present and kind of distracted in a good way. Um, yeah. Where I'm yeah. and and also very very busy with like different work I'm doing as far as branding, and I'm actually going to Aspen next week um, for a really fun brand trip. And just there's been a lot of really exciting opportunities. So I'm just kind of letting the holidays roll, working on self-care society. I like think about it and like kind of meditate on it more than I put work into it in the last couple of weeks. But before that I was doing like 20 pages in a day. Like it just kind of ebbs and flows in the way that I do. Um, but I'm going to say it'll hopefully be out around like it'll be March at the latest. Um, okay. I'm going to, what my boss taught me when I was in the corporate job, UPod, under promise over deliver. Um, hopefully mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. out of it is really going to be, um, and I'm going to, what I'm planning on doing is making an option so you can print as well. And even having the workbook pages so you can print, cause it's going to be a hefty book. Like it's going to be a lot of pages because each day of the week has a reflections page. Um, and I put some of that on my highlights and on my story for the account, but each chapter starts with a quote, um, and a page. And there's an assessment in the beginning that really asks you to define what your self-care habits are currently and how you define it currently. And at the end of the five weeks, I'm going to have everyone redefine it and what it means to them and how they're feeling and everything. And that's, I feel like going to be like where you can see the biggest transformation. And the whole concept is that you can come back and do this whenever you want. If you really don't like the, um, the, or like, you know, if you're redoing it again and you're like, I just like clean my space. I just unfollowed people on Instagram, like in like the environment week that I'm doing week two. Um, you can skip that and just do whatever works for you. Um, but there's going to be the option to continue to redo it, which is why I want to make, you know, extra workbook pages that are blank. But it's really um, to give yourself a way to reflect on how you're doing and how you're feeling and how other areas of your life are doing just by taking this time for yourself. And each um, so each chapter is each week is dedicated to something different. So week one is mindfulness. Week two is environment. Week three is connection. Week four is movement. And then week five is self-love and beauty. So that's the week that it's like, take a bath, do a face mask, get your nails done. Also put affirmations on your mirror and tell yourself you're beautiful. Like, like, so it's, it's giving yourself more than just those like things you have to buy to get that beauty. Um, but what I'm also doing at the beginning of each week is making a chart that can be shared on Instagram stories that's like different types of mindfulness, different types of connection, where you can kind of circle and see all these different options. And there's, of course, you know, use your own imagination or your own thoughts if you're like, oh, my, what I normally do for mindfulness isn't all there. Like, do that. I am not, like, it's literally meant to be the most free flowing five weeks ever that I just want you to do what feels right for you. Um, so each week it's, I have a like weekly plan laid out and then a day where it's going to, you can write down everything that you did that day, even if it's just one thing, say what your intentions are, a mantra and how you feel that day. And I'm putting little notes in it, like take a, take a dance break in your kitchen, like things like that. And I'm going to also, of course, make Spotify playlists to go with <laughs> all care society dance breaks. Um, 
but that's Monday through Saturday, and then Sunday is the reflection day. And then it starts into the next week, but each week you're supposed to continue, like I said, flowing into the next. So that's why mindfulness is the first week, because I really want that's kind of like the dedicated me time practice. And that's not even the traditional just breathwork meditation. That's like cooking, listening to podcasts mm-hmm. or music, like doing things that your mind is just focused on one thing and taken away from like other stressors in your life as much as possible. Um, and then, yeah, it goes through all the different weeks and it's really just, I mean, I'm going to put a ton of quotes in there. I'm going to like make, I'm going to also try to plan a, um, like a, purchase list of things you can get before if you want to buy things that I use as forms of self-care like the ice roller and candles palo santo whatever it may be um just to set your space and do it thoughtfully if you want to but you really literally don't need to buy anything but the guide um but yeah I'm super excited about it it's honestly like probably going to be like a hundred something pages but most of it will be somewhat repetitive in the sense that it's like the templated daily guide day um with nuances for each week morgan i absolutely i love the idea thank you so much like i'm definitely yeah i'm definitely gonna purchase it as soon as it comes out i <laughs> wanted to be out the holidays but i'm honestly i it's funny because i because i waited i took out the food week like it's when I wait and sit on these things, I can really, and it's funny because it's literally what I said before, like taking time to process for myself before I put things out there. It's the same concept. Um, but it's given me time to think through it. And I'm like, why doesn't this feel right? Why am I so stressed about doing this week? Why am I not started it? I'm like, oh, because it doesn't feel right for me. So why should I do it? So mm-hmm. it's given me that time to reevaluate and it's going to have so many changes and then I'll have people review it and take that feedback and make more changes. Um, and it's not, I'm not doing it for like a set time for a reason. Like I, I just want to put it out there when I feel comfortable with it. So I'm happier to take the time to work through it than to rush it. Um, because it's like, I'm busy. Otherwise it's not like I need to put this out there. So I have something like out there for bun undone. It's like, no, I just want this be out there when I'm ready and in the meantime I'll continue to talk about it and do the work that I can for it in my own way but it's nice to like be your own boss and kind of have that I'm not someone that works that well with like a strict deadline does that make sense yep yeah you're killing it and you're thriving and you're just in your flow and it's it's really cool to watch yeah I know and I can't wait I'm, to get I'm, it I'm, when I'm not working on it like I genuinely it really does light me up so the fact that I haven't people are like how's it going I'm like I haven't worked on it like <laughs> but even like when I really got into it a few weeks ago and then like it was like Tuesday and I haven't worked on it since Saturday I was like I miss it like it's just when I come back to it it just feels so good every time so it's gonna be hopefully like my first of many babies you know I was just gonna I was thinking the exact same thing I'm like it's your baby <laughs> Yeah, and I have come up with the name and everything, and it just feels, like, so perfect for me. So I'm really excited just to have something. Like, I've wanted an output to my brand. Like, I don't want to rely on sponsored posts, you know. Like, I want, like, to put something else out there. So from a business perspective as well, but this is really more of, like, my heart and soul than anything geared towards business. Yep. Yep. I know. All the listeners are going to be jumping on it. I know it as soon as it comes out. Yep. 
We'll hype you up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I can't wait. When it's out there, it's going to be like, it won't feel real. I'm hoping, I honestly would love for it to be around Valentine's Day so I could do an event around it. Um, I feel like once the holidays, it's always, I tried to plan events this time of year last year and it's just things really slow down. So I'm going, and I'm, I kind of like didn't take that into consideration when I thought about the date that it would be done. So I think that we'll see what happens once like the new year kicks off, but I really want 2020 to be the year that I travel more. So if this gets done in the earlier part of 2020, that would definitely be amazing. Yeah, that would be awesome. And then we'll um we'll have to chat um about if you're doing any like other retreats and and things like that Wait, like once the new year. There will definitely be another retreat in the summer. We've like looked at houses and everything already. So Oh, cool. I'm going to get in on that. Yeah. And Amazing. it's fun. I've, I've always wanted to guide a part of a retreat and now I'm like I'm going to make sure I like can guide a self-care component. So, something from the book in some way. Yeah, that's your jam. Cool. Um, we covered quite a bit. So um, I wanted to kind of move over to like a quick fire fun question round before we wrap things up. So you can do this now. Your favorite thing. All right. Your favorite thing to order from your hometown restaurant. So that hometown restaurant can be like where you live now. Or it can be where you were born. Okay. I'll, I'll do both. True Food Kitchen's gluten-free butternut squash pizza. Obsessed. <laughs> it's like gluten-free, dairy-free, best thing ever. Paige and I always split it after we have photo shoots. Um, and when I'm home, there's this Greek diner called Ponzio's, and I love getting their chops, uh, their uh, Greek salad. Like my favorite thing ever. My mom and I always love getting that. Greek salads are bomb. They are, and Jersey yeah. diners are the best. Oh, my God, yeah. Nothing nothing tops that. The Greek salad at, a, at the Jersey diner, there's, like, just something about it. Mm-hmm. Good. What is something super quirky about you that most people don't know? I'm double-jointed in my fingers. It's actually really alarming. I have videos I'm posting soon doing skincare stuff, and it looks ridiculous. Like, it's – I'm showing – Freaky. Showing, yeah, yeah. I can't straighten my hands. Um so, yeah, I was born like that. I don't know. Yeah. Guys, she really – she is double-jointed. I, I just saw it. But I can do um, – I'm trying to – I tried to become TikTok famous and make a video of my fingers doing the moonwalk, like, because they can I make them dance because of the bend in them. I'll show you. Let me see. It's oh, like my, my God, guys. I wish you could see this right now. They legit are doing the moonwalk. And I, like, twerk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But One I, of these days, Morgan, you'll get TikTok famous. Yeah, I know. I honestly, Gary V keeps talking about it being the next place. I'm like, I don't know if I can handle that. I love watching it, but it's a right, lot. Right. Um, but yeah, I will make sure to demonstrate on my stories that day so you guys can all see what a freak I am. But yeah, yeah I, please share. <laughs> hidden talents. Yep. What is your favorite '90s jam? Um, probably Spice Girls. Um. I can't even think of like a specific song. I just love the Spice Girls. My favorite, my first concert ever was the Backstreet Boys too. So obviously. Me too, me too. Is it in Philly? No, you know what? I don't think it was. It was in Jersey. I believe it was in North Jersey. Yep. Oh, okay. I was going to say yep. that would be really funny. That would have been very, very freaky. <laughs> yeah, Backstreet Boys. Oh my, and I still like them. So judge yeah, me, people, like whatever. <laughs> what is something... <laughs> what's something that you're curious about right now 
Um, it's a good question. I would say, I mean, I'm like super into interior design right now. I don't know why. I don't know if this answers your question, but I've just been on like a major Pinterest, Instagram, interior design kick. I'm just obsessed. I'm like ready to build my dream home, except not actually, but mentally I'm there. Yeah, I know. Just give me all the money and then it'll happen. (laughs) For now, I'm just dreaming. I'm right there with you. (laughs) Modern farmhouse with some boho touches. Oh my gosh, I know. And home goods, I can't even look at their site because I just go crazy. Crazy, crazy. And finally, since the name of this podcast is called The Power Of, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Um, I think it would be... Hmm... It's really hard. I think it would be just like the power of, I love connecting people. It's something that as I, you know, when I moved here and I met people, they connected me to people and then I can kind of like continue that loop. So I would love for my superpower to be to continue to like connect people, even if they're not actually local to someone I know that could help them in some way. So I, we can, I mean, we can obviously do that to a degree digitally and in this world that we live in now, which is amazing, but to do that on a deeper, more intimate level, I think would be a really awesome superpower. Cool. I love that answer. And you are doing it. You're definitely doing it. You're connecting people, even if you're not aware of it, Miss Morgan. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm really, I mean, I'm like, honestly, there's days that I'm like, I want to throw my phone. I'm over it. But for the most part, I'm really grateful for Instagram and the people it's brought into my life and just the ability to connect and meet brands, people, businesses, and just learn about so much more because Mm -hmm. the learning is what inspired me to learn more. So, right. It's a loop and it can be positive if we just make it positive. So, yeah, there's enough negative. So that's for sure. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that, I mean, there's so much that can be like one of the weeks in the guide is going to be about decluttering your life and it's going to be like eliminating that toxicity like setting those boundaries and everything so I think that that's kind of a big theme that I've had going on in my life recently too like just trying to spread that awareness that it's totally fine to be aware of those boundaries yeah yep thank you so much for taking the time out I know that my listeners are gonna enjoy this just as much as I did it was awesome to chat with you it was so awesome to chat with you too, Jersey girl. I know, oh. Jersey girl at heart. That's crazy. That's a small world. It is a small world. I have to figure out when I'm going home next. Yeah, that's crazy. We'll definitely have to meet up for sure. I would love that. Yep. So tell our audience where they can find you. So I am actually on pretty much every platform um, under Bun on Done. So Bun, B U N underscore undone and d-o-n on instagram i also actually just got a vlogging camera so tbd if i start making Ooh. youtube videos fun, fun, <laughs> like fun. A, i i want to i, I want to experiment i want to start taking some risks and see what works I'm, I'm open to that so we'll see what happens um i also have my website's funundone.com i do have a pinterest and a twitter I am trying to build up the Pinterest, although I keep finding myself on my like college Pinterest instead. So I'm going to try to shift over a little bit. Um, but do have those as well as Bun Undone blog on Facebook and Bun Undone community. 
which is like a great way to connect with people. Um, I always link it in my newsletters, which are also something I've really been trying to build out as well. So all of those links are pretty much in my bio on Instagram as well. Um, and then self care society is self care society underscore on Instagram. For now, that is it. It will probably just have a dedicated page on my blog once that day comes. But yeah, I am so excited. Cool. And um, I'll put all of that in the show notes for everybody listening. So that way it's easily accessible. And then you can just go and follow Morgan. You're definitely going to want to because she puts out really positive, relatable content. And that's, you know, with the oversaturated Instagram world, that's a rarity. So you're going to want to check her out. Um, I can't wait to to see you start vlogging. That's going to be super fun. Thank you. For sure. <laughs> we'll see what happens. It's supposed yeah. to come on Wednesday when my mom is here. I'm like, maybe I'll put her on the spot and document our Thanksgiving week and see how that goes. Yeah, right? Keep us up to date. Yeah, I will. I can't cool. wait. All right. Well, thanks again for joining me. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Yeah. Um, all right. And um, hopefully we'll have you back on again for round two. Would love that. Yeah, cool. And there you have it. I told you today's episode was just bursting with goodness. Um, I absolutely adore and love Morgan, and I'm so, so happy that she and I connected. Um, I have a feeling that I'm going to try to make sure that I get out to meet her at some point when she does her um, retreats and her events around her new ebook. But, um, I'm really, really, really fortunate that I had the opportunity to chat with her and super excited that I get to bring all of this information to all of you guys. So I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I thought that you would. Do me a favor, make sure to subscribe so you never miss a beat. Also, go ahead and rate and review this episode, share it with your friends, as many people as we can to hear the message that she is spreading in terms of self-care, and also just the work that I'm doing in bringing as many amazing people to you, it would be much appreciated. So go ahead and share this on all of your social media platforms, and I cannot wait to have you back here for the next episode. So take care. Come on over. Visit me on the Instagram page. And until next time, guys, have a good one.